0: Coming at you from Title I Studios, I'm Steph Scholl here with the Silver Dollar Man.
1: And who's the Silver Dollar Man? Why, me of course, Scott Stevenson.
0: All you real estate agents out there, the Utah housing market can feel like a rat race at times. You guys are constantly having to adapt and change.
1: And here at Nominations, how do you separate yourself from the pack? This is a weekly dose to help you with that. Elizabeth Adalgo. So she is amazing. She runs a digital marketing agency called Rise Digital Marketing. Uh, we're actually working on a project, uh, bouncing off the podcast coalition. She is working on a project called Bagels and Branding, where she wants to start a networking group for entrepreneurs that want to be better in their branding and in their marketing. So uh, Liz Adalgo, she is awesome. <laughs>
0: So
2: you're the main host, right? Of the podcast? So
0: I'm the podcast producer. Oh, and producer. so me and Scott are co-hosts on a lot of things. But Stephanie's got of- He's our executive director of marketing. So okay, cool. he's yeah. technically my boss. Not so, that's real. why I'm nice
2: that's to him. Not, yeah. <laughs> she tries.
1: That, that's why she lets me uh, occasionally ask a question on a podcast.
2: That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so,
0: but that's where, like, I'm excited because Tony had had said with you how great you are with, like, digital marketing. Oh, thank you. And so, I mean, we've been doing a lot with our social medias mm-hmm. and everything. So, I'm excited. And to I hated social media. But now so he, so, does his, he does his own real.
1: Stephanie has been <gasps> okay. really teaching me, and now I'm.
0: That's awesome. I'm trying
1: to be hep.
0: Oh do I look goodness. like a
1: guy that w- was into social media?
0: <laughs> if we, I can do
1: it, anybody my can My favorite
0: do it. thing because he has a dog. So we were doing hashtag dog dad, like for all his posts. Uh-huh. Oh, and man. now I'm just following different dog dads. Yep. And so his Instagram is full of like these guys that are super attractive with their shirts
1: <laughs> Yeah. they are all these guys with their dogs and their shirts are off, you know. And, they're sitting there, and I'm like – in order to get a picture of my dog on it, do I have to take my shirt off? You know, I oh. mean, what's the. They're all these studly guys, you know. But I just
0: love how half you're them like, are why gay. Is my, I don't know, you know. You're like, why is my Instagram Yeah. Yeah, wh- Oh my goodness. <laughs> why, if
1: I flip down, it's all a bunch of uh, half naked guys with dogs.
2: Yeah. Like the hashtag? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. hashtag
1: dog tags.
2: That's so funny. Oh my goodness. Well, at least you're doing it. There's, There's so many people that. Yeah, don't. just don't and don't understand it i don't know if like this is the podcast but i was just like i just want to say this i think that when it comes to like monetizing social media mm-hmm. people don't understand that because you have to run ads right but it's like yeah. how mon- how much money are you willing to invest for an ad to produce like right like right. leads and stuff so it's like there's so much ways to do this bottom line is you have to know your brand like you have mm-hmm. to know your brand identity right like how do you identify? And are you promoting that? Are you executing it? And then knowing like what branding is, it's a gut feeling. Like yes, so many people have different reputations of me, of you, of you, and it's like a lot of people don't understand that, so they automatically think I'm gonna post a reel um, five days a week and I'm gonna get money. Not how it works. Yeah, it, it it really isn't how it works. Like you have to knock on doors, right? Like metaphorically, knocking on doors is DMing people. Commenting and connecting, so it's just a lot of different things.
0: Is that how you like? Let's go to the beginning, right? Uh Like, how did you build your because you have Rise Digital Mm -hmm. Marketing, right? And then you are a big influencer, like, you have like 54,000 followers. (laughs) Because, like, a lot of times, if you're hearing about social media, you want to hear from someone that, like, oh, yeah,
1: actually knows. So, how did you? I mean, you only have uh 54,000, I've got 150. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hey, we can get you there. right? <laughs> so,
0: wait, so tell us a little bit how you started this company and how you built your your
2: Instagram Brand. game. Yeah. 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 So I started 2019, but before no, really? Really. Mm-hmm. but before wow. 2019, I had a blog called Hidalgo in a Bottle. Okay. Like genie in a bottle. I love it. Kind of like that. So. <laughs> I got the name from the, um, the movie. It, no, it was like a, a makeup brand. Oh, yeah. I think it was El Maquillage. They had like a mascara called Model in a Bottle. Okay. And I was like, I like that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> like in a way. Right. So I was like, Hidalgo in a Bottle. I'm a writer. I love to write. Super creative ever since I was little. Right. So I did a blog and then 2017, 2018, I just like lost track of it. Went through like a crazy period of in my life this far right mentally like I was in a relationship that wasn't good for me whatever Mm -hmm. I lost the blog I had 5,000 followers on Instagram at that time and then like the jealousy and the toxicity right like oh why is he liking your picture I'm like I don't know I don't know these people like these are these are my Uh this is my tribe right this is my community and then Instagram had this what was it the purge right it was like an Instagram purge that happened back in twenty eleven and then another one happened like a few years back. So I lost a lot of followers now, when you like, say a purge, what, what do you mean
1: by that? They just took um, these people off they,
2: they clean it, so oh. they
1: like if somebody isn't,
2: yeah, or they think
1: somebody's trolling or uh,
2: yeah, a lot of like a lot of that. So like obviously, Instagram was like fairly new and a lot of things were going on. so, I was like, what the heck? I lost all these followers, right? And then I ended up with like 800 followers in 20…
0: So you went from 5,000 to 800? Yeah.
2: Because I stopped like executing, right? I stopped writing. I stopped promoting it. Uh I just didn't. And like even then, I wasn't even doing like a whole lot. I think I would write a blog like once a week. Uh And I was like, oh, this is good. And if I didn't want to write, I just didn't. I was like, this is just authentic. This is me, right? So then 2018 November… I wanted to commit suicide. And so my mic, I bought it at the Best Buy in West Jordan, Jordan Landing. The reason why I say all these details is because I went there and I I knew I wanted to do something. I wanted to bring back the blog again, but I just, I didn't know how to. I was like, I have so much inside me and words and like, I want to talk and I love people, but I can't do that because every time... I try to. I feel like I'm just shut down. But my mentality was everybody was like the person I was dating at the time. Right. And I was just like, why am I thinking this? So I buy the mic. A few months pass by. Um, December comes along my mic sitting in my walking closet at the time. And I call the suicide prevention line. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to live X, Y and Z. The girl's like, Do you, are you going to hurt yourself? And I was like, no, I'm not like I don't have the balls to kill myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I I just, I feel so tired, like emotionally, mentally. And I think a lot of people go through this, especially at a high school. Like so many young people go through this because of being in the wrong relationship or just not, you know, being well or stable enough emotionally or mentally, right? And so in that moment, I told the lady, I was like, you know what I want? I just want to be heard with no interruptions. And I was like, you know what, like, I'm good. As funny as that sounds, like, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in God, I think, mm-hmm. and believe my faith is my number one thing. If it weren't for God, I wouldn't be here. And I wouldn't be talking to both of you. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with my business or whatever it is, right? Because that came after my podcast. And so I, I hang up the phone, I let go of like some Advil I had and like a I don't know. It was it was really stupid. Now that I think about it, right? I like to joke about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pull up the mic, and I I pulled up the mic. I recorded on GarageBand. I didn't have any studio or whatever. I still don't. And I I recorded. And I said, sometimes, hey, what's going on, everyone? Like this is word by Lolo. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I was like, writing. That's a part of me. And I added some typing sounds, and then my intro is, sometimes you just want to be heard with no interruptions. This is word by Lolo. And then that's how the podcast came about. My first episode was in February. So I'm going to hit three years next month. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'm really excited. I'm I'm just, I think that I, I've come a long way, right? I mean, from being so insecure, I've gone through a lot. It, it's just, it's been difficult. And I think the person that I was dating at the time, I, I really let those words just become my reality right and I think that I can no longer victimize myself because I chose to believe in those words and so when I did that I was like you know what I'm gonna start saying what I've been through so like subliminally right talking about it in third person so a lot of my episodes are kind of in third person sort of way and um, I don't know that's just like a nutshell of how I started and why I started and I think that If it wouldn't have been for those, like, three, four years after high school or three years after high school, being in that relationship and just being at zero, right? Like, I was, I had nothing else to give. Like, I developed eating disorders that my mom and dad to this day don't know about. Like, I would eat, then I wouldn't eat. And I would feel fat and then I would feel super skinny. I still have pictures where you can see my collarbone and like you can see my bones. Like I had nothing like I. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So coming a long way and just launching the podcast, it gave me life. It really gave me life back. And I know that's kind of deep, but
1: yeah. No, I think that's (laughs) wonderful. I mean, those stories are really important for people to hear. In fact, I'm a little bit. So here's. You know, something that's been, I think, a struggle for uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people is is that the image projected a lot of times in social media is not real. I don't know if you, if, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's real to a point, but so it can be, I think for many people, depressing um, to get on social media because somehow their life is not what mm-hmm. everybody else's life is. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's a, a problem?
2: I think it's a very real thing, what you're saying, and I agree to it, but it's also not a problem unless you make it a problem, right? I think that my biggest thing as a as a person, just as a person, forget what I do, just as a person, I'm human, we are three people in a room right now, we're all one in the same, right, regardless of whatever we do, our backgrounds, etc. and so I think that it's unfair to try and accommodate to another person's insecurities. And I think that when somebody builds something on Instagram or let's say it's it's a it's an Instagram model, right? that's that's a thing nowadays. Women, men compare themselves to these unrealistic, to an extent, um images of, you know, their bodies or whatever it is, right? But if you think about it, half of the time these people that are, making a living off of Instagram they're waking up at five four in the morning to work out eating healthy doing the most to maintain that body right regardless of plastic surgeries or whatever right they've chosen this life so in my like up to my understanding and what I would like to say to people that could listen to you know a podcast episode about oh my gosh I'm struggling I want to build this but I don't have the likes I don't have the the views and I don't have the body. I don't have um, pretty eyes. I don't have an nice eyes butt. I don't have muscles. I don't have a six pack. Right? I think you were mentioning it with the dog.
1: I don't have a beautiful dog.
2: <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I, I don't understand why this hashtag, yeah, whatever. Yeah. you know? And it's like the same thing. It's like, no, I think that we decide, we always have a choice. And I think that the choice that is best for us isn't always the one that we think is most convenient for us, even though it may be the best one to, to take on, right? So in that case, it's like, yes, it is an issue to an extent if you let it become it. And it's unfair to the people around you, metaphorically, right? Right. Online, they can't accommodate to you. No, like it's a problem if you see it as a problem, right? And I think insecurity is like a huge problem. That's the problem. It's not social media.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting you should say that because I, you know, uh, have been writing a, my own private blog for okay. I don't know what fifteen years or something like that. That's awesome. And I don't allow comments. Okay. Because I don't want to have, I don't want inter- to, I don't want to interact that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to put out a message, for you sure. know, my message, and then if you like it, you like it. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hear necessarily either one. Right, I just figure I'm doing something that I think is important for me, and so I'm sending out a message mm-hmm. or a, a you know a story or whatever it may be. And if somebody likes it, great. I don't necessarily need to be have that enforced, mm-hmm. but and I don't need the negative either, mm-hmm. you know, because then you know you get one negative thing, and sometimes that can shut people down where yep. they, they really have an important voice, but they hear a couple of negative things and they feel like oh my gosh, I can't take this. Yeah. Sometimes it's just better not to to listen to those voices.
2: I agree. And I think it comes down to personal preference, really. I mean, you decide to turn the comments off, right? Mm-hmm. I let them on. And I, I just, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to really show who they are. Right. And I, like, talking to Tony, I, m- I remember recording a podcast with him. And he was like, oh, when I started in the real estate business... He talks about a story where like he just shows up in some slacks sneakers and you know a snapback and a guy approaches him says hey like you're never gonna make money like that right and so it's like well who do you identify at that point right and and how mentally tough are you willing to be to not only face the adversity with people's opinions online but in person i mean talk about how many people are so unhappy in their nine to fives, right? Because their coworker, so it's just, it, it's nonstop, right? It's nonstop or customers or clients. I worked at, as a teller, you know, I've worked at at, at a pizza place. <laughs> I've got chased by a homeless guy. Like I, I've worked retail. I I know what that's like, right? And I think that because of of the things that I've gone through in that sense and also in my personal life, right? I've gone through a lot of adversity I mean talk about like a time where I almost got taken away from my parents right there's no money like our business at the time it was so successful then you know things happen and then we're living in a garage we moved to Mexico we moved back to the U.S. and it's like what like how right and so now like little things like comments and hate and And those kind of things that they're funny to me because I'm just like, man, you you have to have some some audacity to to have the time of day to say that to someone like it's just it's crazy.
0: You know, I've loved everything that you have said, especially how you started this podcast, because I've just been like sitting back, like soaking it in Um, because looking at you on Instagram, you know, like. To be honest, whenever I have someone come in that has a lot of followers, for whatever reason, I get intimidated. And it's like followers doesn't equal (laughs) that someone's better. But, you know, I think to share your words is what really was Mm -hmm. able to get you through this really dark time in your life. And then as we're talking about all this stuff with social media, I just like I have so many questions. I just want to like soak it all up because I think that you know, our listeners are real estate agents and something that they're constantly being taught or they're thinking about is like, what's your brand? You know, like, how do you set yourself Mm -hmm. like apart from the rest? And so what do you teach people like in finding their brand? Because I know that you're starting this new project like bagels and branding. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about let's just start with the brand and then we can go into more specifics in Instagram.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, what is what isn't a brand, right? Branding, marketing, completely different things. I think I heard you say that you were marketing director. Yep. Yeah. And you have to have all that understanding, right, of of what marketing is, and then you jump on social media. And so many people think they know marketing and they think they know branding, but what isn't branding? I mean, branding is not a logo. It's not your color palette. It's not your photos. It's not your Instagram. It is not your Instagram. So. Your brand, it's a gut feeling. I think we were mentioned. I mentioned this when I
0: first got here.
2: Yeah. And it's a reputation, right? It's a gut feeling of a product, a service, or company. So what is it that you're promoting, right? As real estate agents, you're, you're the brand. Of course you're the brand. If, you, if somebody doesn't like you, somebody's not going to want to do business with you, right? So start from square one a contract, right? What was your mission statement when you when you first got your real estate license, right? What was your why? Okay, what makes me different from X amount of real estate agent, right? Is it my personality? Is it the knowledge I can bring? My connections, things like that, right? And then you meet in the middle. So it's it's yourself, it's your brand, and then it's the person, right? And even then, like, it's so weird to say this and and it's hard to grasp. You're gonna have one brand in your mind But your brand isn't what you say it is. It's what they say it is. Who's they? It's your customers. It's the people that want to buy from you, right? So I really want to say that and and really want to highlight that because it is so important to understand that, right? And um, that's what I do. That's what I do with my team at Rise. We educate people on this um, and really dig in deep and saying, okay, where did you start? Why did you start? We kind of find the like the middle ground it's like okay let's start here then and let's continue to build from here and then there's things like strategies and all that stuff right but you don't need to know all that stuff and so many people think oh i need so much money to start this like i need this and i need that okay my advice is if you don't have the money to invest in like a branding agency or a marketing agency do your research and understand branding like that's literally it and with bagels and branding This is, Bagels & Branding is something that was created um, through Rise Digital Marketing Agency. So it's Bagels & Branding brought to you by Rise Digital Marketing Agency. And Tony, I just adore him. He has been such a huge support to me. And I think that what we're building I don't think I know that what we're building is going to educate people on branding. And that's what it is. We're just going to create events, which our first event, 5th of February. Yeah, It's just going to be focused on this. It's going to be free events. It's free 99, right? Everybody likes free stuff. And we're going to educate people. And then after, you know, 25 minutes of, you know, presenting whatever it is that we present, we want to network. You know, if you have questions, come up to us. Like we would love to help. Right. Um, So I just want to answer that question. Um, It's a lot to take in. But yeah, branding, branding can be difficult if you don't understand it. But it can be so simple if you really dig in deep and, you know, grasp the idea of it and things like that.
0: And I feel like you said something very key that branding isn't what you say it is. It's what your customers say about you.
1: Yeah, because, like, I tell people all the time, I'm the most handsome man on the planet. Oh, I love but that. But it doesn't make any difference <laughs> because it's not what I think. It's
0: what, what you know, this think. You, you know you got my vote.
2: <laughs> Oh my goodness! I wrote to
0: people for their top.
2: Yeah, top yeah. 100. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you on the top 100.
0: Yeah. We'll get in there. <laughs>
2: that's so funny. I love that you say that. That that that's, that's so funny. I I love that. Yeah, it is what they say. It yeah, is, right? it's
1: what they say it is. But you, there, there are different ways that you can, um, you can at least try to present yourself a certain way and hope your branding catches on.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: as you say. No matter what, it's really what people perceive.
0: Would you be talking about the Silver Dollar Man brand?
1: Yeah, the Silver (laughs) Dollar Man brand. Did you know I was the Silver Dollar Man?
0: (laughs) He he calls himself the Silver Dollar Man. I am. I don't
1: just call myself the (laughs) Silver Dollar Man. I am the Silver Dollar Man. (laughs) I give out a silver dollar to everybody that, uh, that I do business with. But where it comes from is that the silver dollar represents, you know, I told you I went to Argentina for mm-hmm. a couple of years mm-hmm. for my church. I had a silver dollar on me when I went down there, mm-hmm. and I would pull out the silver dollar to all the kids in the poor neighborhoods that never seen it before, and they would all oon all over it, and they, they loved the, the silver dollar. So the silver dollar took on a significance of everyone is of equal value. Silver Dollar represents to me, no matter who I'm doing business with, the biggest person in the world or the smallest person in the world, not physically.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a short joke. That wasn't a short joke. I'm
1: not one of those who do a short joke. It's okay.
2: I've been there on on that one,
1: that side. But everybody's equal. So for me, that's what what it's taken about. And before you leave the podcast, what will happen, Stephanie? he may uh, give you a
0: silver dollar if, if you're wow. good okay. I may give you a silver I, dollar
2: I hope I'm good yeah. I don't really want that silver dollar <laughs> so far you have been <laughs> I'll call you the silver dollar man okay <laughs> yeah
0: he's he is known as the silver dollar man not what did you, I say what that some people everyone calls him yeah, the silver dollar man everybody brand. calls yeah. me
1: the silver dollar man That's my, my wife doesn't even know my real name <laughs>
2: that's so funny. It's like brand established. Let's right. Go.
0: T- yeah. There
2: you go. <laughs>
0: let's talk a little bit about Instagram. I feel like social media is how you help people mm-hmm. see your brand, right? For sure. But you said that Instagram isn't branding. So tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about that.
2: I mean, Instagram, social media. Let's just say social media, yeah. right? It's a lever under marketing. Like it's a social me- like social media is a lever under marketing. It's a part of what can help you grow right and promote your business but it's only a part of it right but i also understand that instagram is very 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 effective and it's proven to be very effective right? so i think bottom line is you really need to understand first okay what's who am i right and do i want to mix personal life with business because then that's going to be a very difficult thing to balance right for me strictly business what i've built on instagram strictly business right i may share some of my personal life but half the time i don't share my personal life relationship status um family all that kinds of i don't right because i can still be vulnerable in myself without sharing what people don't really need to know yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah. so and it's a very important part because one thing can ruin your brand right and, and and it takes one thing to ruin a reputation that you've built, right? So, yes, we know that branding is a gut feeling, right? And people have many different opinions. But I think you mentioned this a little earlier. You can still draw the line and say, okay, I want this to be my brand with the help of branding identity, right? Like your logo and your… Yeah color palette and everything like your tagline all that stuff right and so knowing that and having a vision and having everything be cohesive right from the pictures that you're posting to the content right for realtors I I think one of the things that I see a lot of is everyone looks the same on Instagram and the reason why is because a, a model a template has been built and So, like unsubconsciously, like they've followed it, right? They followed it. Um, I I see people doing dumb reels, like reels that have nothing to do with real estate, right? And then there's other things like people post their personal life and then they post, oh, I I have a property on sale for like I don't know, 25k or something. I don't know. And I'm just like, you Where is that
1: property? Yeah. You,
2: you need you need to you need to like what the heck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like have, have a, an idea of like what you're putting out there. Right. Same with like whatever it is that you're selling, like a water bottle, I don't know, like a juice. Like you can't mix that with your personal. So I guess like finding that balance, right? And understanding, like what is it that I'm doing? Like, why am I doing this? And I think that a lot of the times, passion is very important, right? Of course, we need sales, right, to to have a business running. But when it comes to social media, people will smell shit a mile away. You have to have some sort of purpose behind why you started what you started, right? Like, I look at Title One Studio. And I'm like, damn, like I, I like this space. Like, it feels like someone had a vision And I'm coming into it, I'm like, I'm new to this. This is my second time being in this room, right? But you can tell when people have a passion. And you can tell when people have put their effort day in and day out, right? You're not good at design? Okay, see how you can get better, right? Mm -hmm. My biggest thing is understand what you're good at and understand what you're not good at, right? A lot of things is like, things are changing. Algorithms are changing, whatever, right? Right? Videos on social media. They're so key because people are people are wanting to hear from you, right? Um, I think that there's no such thing as a bad post people say Oh, it's not a good post because I didn't get enough likes. No people are watching You'd be surprised how many people Stock your Instagram <laughs> if you have your Instagram set to a business account It tells you how many people viewed your profile things like But what that. what people happens when you get overwhelmed? I'm
1: overwhelmed with the with the amount of people that are, that are to
2: Oh, play. you're overwhelmed? <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> you know I what mean- you do? You just turn your phone on silent mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah. That's the key. That's it. That's
1: it. See, I haven't done that. Oh my you know, God. it's I'm just so constantly. It's like my phone is moving you. all over the <laughs> table. It's I can't even eat. I'm losing I'm losing weight because I can't even eat. I mean,
2: Scott's eat. account did do pretty well this week. Maybe 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 get a second phone. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. There, there we go. There we go. If I got Two nothing phones. else out of this podcast, get a
0: second phone. Get line. a
2: second phone for
0: all Hello. your ins- social media
2: Instagram accounts, um,
0: notifications. <laughs> <laughs> One thing though, that we've thought was interesting on Instagram because we have like ten accounts that uh-huh. we're we're doing right, and we've sort of experimented. And I mean, Scott has a couple hundred followers, but I really did just look at his impressions, and in the past month, nine thousand people stalked his account. Uh-huh. You know, and I think that sometimes you think you need like this big Instagram to have a reach. But there's so many ways for you to get the word out there Mm -hmm. with social media.
2: Mm -hmm. I I agree. And think of Instagram. Okay, let's focus just on Instagram, right? Think of Instagram as a big networking event. And Mm -hmm. every morning when you log into your phone and you go on Instagram, you're walking through the doors of this networking event, right? It's a gala. People are dressed with their best, right? Or a science fair. Right. You walk into <laughs> a science fair, there's so many sections. People mm-hmm. have their own little yeah. projects yeah, going little, on, Yeah, right. Right. And so at a networking event, let's just do networking events. There's like little tables with cocktails and, you know, things like that. And so the little tables, let that represent an account, right? Each person is an account, right? If you comment, right, that means you're interacting with them. I mean, commenting could be like waving at them because they might may not reply to your comment, right? Mm-hmm. But the minute that you connect, that's when you have that conversation. Right, so when you visualize it that way, and and then like knocking on doors is sending DMs, right? And there's ways of sending DMs. I mean, I, I can tell you, I grew my business.
1: What's a DM?
2: Direct message. See? You have a lot of those. <laughs> so- <laughs> See, I've got thousands waiting that? to be
1: to be responded so to. Many. I didn't even know what that meant. They, uh, my phone keeps popping up DM, DM, DM. <laughs> I don't know what that is.
2: But so you built your business with direct <laughs> messages. Yeah. Yeah. Direct messages. And I just, I feel like it, it all comes down to, to being authentic and real. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, what may be authentic for me may not be authentic for you. Right. But I think bottom line is like, for me, I'm a branding agency. I have a team who knows what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. Just kidding. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's, that's a good mindset to have. Right. But just to get to my point, um, I knock on doors. I look at their Instagram I'm like, hey, I just noticed a, a, a restaurant in, in Arizona. I was like, hey, I, I went to your restaurant. Amazing food. I met um, the manager, X amount of name. You guys are awesome. Booked a call with me. Just genuinely. I wasn't even reaching out because that's where I've gotten to where I just have to send a message and people are like, oh, what is it that you do? This is what I do. And then we can connect, right? But when you're starting... Be genuine. Okay, you're a real estate agent. You want to grow your network. Okay, find people, right? Every day, make it your goal to send 25 messages. Every day. Let day. Don't let Instagram block you because they do that. Um, <laughs> but send a voice memo. Like how personable are voice, voice memos, right? Don't send a, a story, right? Maybe you keep it under 30 seconds. Hey, I'm Elizabeth. I just came across your account through the Discover page. I thought I would just show you some support. I hope all is well. If you need anything regarding branding, let me know how I can be of service to you. And then just leave it at that.
0: And that's what I loved about messaging you is that you did an audio message back because I'm such an audio message person. You are. But then sometimes I'm like, oh. Are people going to be annoyed that I left an audio message instead of yeah? Run out no, of
1: that? because you've left them on my phone before, and I like it because I can just hit it and I don't have to worry about reading it and wrecking. Yeah, you know while I'm driving my car. Yeah,
0: there, <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that it really does add a personal touch mm-hmm. of the audio message, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how we started connecting with our podcast guests. Is we yeah. started leaving yeah. them mm-hmm. messages with me and Scott, and they were like. Oh, we're like, we saw that you listened to the podcast and they were like, oh, cool, you know? And so it really connects you more.
2: Mm -hmm. It really does. And think of how many people get into arguments over a text. Oh, you told me this and this and this and this. Because people don't understand texting. Like, I may read it a certain way. If I'm mad, I'm going to read it a certain way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, the last thing that you want to do as a realtor, right, you don't want people to think. you're selling them people hate being sold but they love to buy and they buy in tribes to feel successful and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff right so so why do i say that is like create your customers don't create your products don't create the sell create the connection right and create something that's going to leave a lasting impression voice memos freaking amazing people are not going to misunderstand that they're hearing your tone and your message and it's straightforward and people
0: don't do them; they don't. So I don't.
1: I don't get in, hardly any. Yeah, you send them to me. Uh, Lolo sends them to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, <laughs> but I think it really does make you stand out to send a message instead of a text. Yeah.
2: And the reason why people don't send them, I mean, I can't answer for everyone, right? But I think it's it comes down to just being like lacking the confidence and what you're doing. I think when you don't know what you're doing, when you, let's say you just started in real estate, act like you know what you're doing. Nobody knows you just got licensed, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, own it. And it's just like, that's that's one of the things. It's like, you don't know how to send a voice memo. Practice on your iPhone. I, I've done that before. Like, I'm like, okay, I sound pretty good. Okay, now I can go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and the thing that I do like about it is it sends, right? And so you're like, well, it is it what it is, it? and if you mess up, I've even sent messages like, "Well, oops." So I had that. Well, can before. you erase it? No.
1: Oh no! So there is no. I don't even know how to do it. I and guess it you just Scott press symptom, a button. I
2: just
0: like push the button for him, and I'm yep. like, just
1: stop.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> so funny <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. you can do it on your iPhone too. <laughs> so yeah.
1: that's what I mean. On my iPhone, I don't even know how to do it. After this podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a message. Okay. A voice message. Voice which message.
0: Which I've never done. I will before. save it. Probably. Yeah. I love
2: that. That's so funny. No, yeah, voice memos um, are awesome. And also, you want to spark curiosity to the people that you're reaching out to, right? Whether they're already a follower or you just reached out to them, spark curiosity. And a lot of the times, Instagram, when you send two messages, it just says two messages, right? It doesn't give you like a sneak peek. I, people have done that to me. I'm like, I wonder what there's, I wonder what they said. And I just go and like, it's like a message or whatever. Right. You don't want people to like read a long text. Like nobody likes reading Mm -hmm. essays. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't like reading long emails. I I just don't. Right. One of the things I liked about the email you sent me, you're like, oh, these are just a couple of questions. Boom. Like, okay, that's awesome. Straight to the point. (laughs)
0: It's because I hate writing because I'm terrible at grammar. So I try to keep it short and sweet (laughs) anytime I have to send something. (laughs) I love that. So like, I I just want to continue picking your brain a little bit. So you said that. So when was it that you had only like 500 followers or Uh, was that two years ago?
2: You mean 5,000? I mean
0: 5,000 but then you had… Then I had 800. 800, yeah.
2: So then I had 800 and then I started to just talk about my journey, right? Mm. Everybody goes through breakups. I Uh think breakups are amazing. They feel you. Like they make you just so badass if you let them, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) They just give you this power. It's like taking your power back. Whether you're a man or whether you're a woman. Like who cares? Like just take your power back. Let them know what they missed out on, right? And then, after you get over it, you're like, "I did this for me. Like it, this is nothing to do for any anyone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I started sharing my story. I, stories. brings me back to another thing, Instagram stories. i don't i never I've never cared how long they are because I don't care who sees them fully. like i I've never cared about them. And I think one of the one of the things I do have to be very frank about. I've never really started. I never looked at impressions. I never looked at who liked it, who commented. And you can see like how my Instagram has evolved. If you go to the bottom of my page, you can see, oh, that's that's nice. Like, that's crazy. Um, I'd really follow that, right? So stories is a, is a big thing. And my podcast was the one thing that really led me to to where i'm at now because i connected with people and i wasn't afraid so i got connected with um one of shakira's choreographers her name's Whoa. sonia she lives in, in spain how did i do that i just dm'd her i was like hey girl
1: you two oh, are like just i mean Spanish. stephanie does this kind of stuff all the time it's like um hey, there's a difference
0: between certain people are Shakira's choreographer. <laughs> well, no,
1: I no, I understand that, but but mm. but you uh, you didn't you send a text to uh, Donald Trump one
0: time? Oh yeah, me and Donald. No. <laughs> did
1: you <laughs> No, <laughs> That's
2: a lie. Did No, but she did. She's sorry. fearless.
1: But you're, what you're saying is be fearless because if yeah. you don't try something you're not going to succeed at it because yeah. uh, why not?
2: Mhm mhm-. And, and I think that the bottom line is like have some sort of game plan.'m I'm, I'm a very, I would say I'm I'm very uh, visionary. I, I When I see something, I'm like, no, it's gonna look this way. and I know it's gonna look this way, right? And I just you can't mimic passion and you can't mimic authenticity. And you have to find that as a as a business owner, as a realtor, fill in the blank right whatever it is that you do you need to find that one thing that you know you're good at and you have to monetize it right you have to have that vision you have to execute it putting in the hours of work I when I started I think I posted um an episode every Wednesday right now it's like once a month or twice a month obviously my schedule is getting busier and things happen but I've grown that like momentum right where it's it's staying at a certain place but if I stop my podcast like I feel like that's gonna take a toll on me right people are gonna notice that so tell me how I balance the podcast the Instagram account my personal one and then the rise one right so it's three things and I think that it's so you can do it with just one like if I can do it with three you can do it with just one right and I think that having um some sort of schedule yes it's good right for for a business for let's say a realtor whatever it is but i think knowing your stuff and and executing it and and putting it out there if you feel like that's not going to be a good post follow your gut i'm very big on gut feelings don't let your um post be defined by oh i didn't get enough likes didn't get enough comments right and where it's at like the the secret to growing your account is in networking right just like you would network at an in-person event, you're not gonna stand there in the corner on your phone. You paid for this networking event; might as well talk to as many people as you can, right? If you can't talk to them, maybe call them up, business cards, whatever, right? Do this through social media, right? Think of Instagram as like every day you're showing up to this gala. You're you're you look your best, and why do I say you look you look your best? Because people put their highlights on Instagram. Right, I put my highlights on Instagram. I don't always look like my birthday picture from a few months ago. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the image that that people are interacting with. So the secret to growing your Instagram, right? Have a plan, execute it. Know, like your vision, execute it. But knock on doors. Just how did you, how do you grow a business? You cold call people, right? You knock on doors. I've knocked on doors. In person, literally, and through social media as well. And I still do it. I mean, I haven't stopped. Like I, I, I've only been a year in business successfully, right? I quit my nine to five last January.
1: Whoa. I
2: started 2020 um, with Rise Digital Marketing Agency, right? So I know nothing. I'm, I'm learning. I'm self-educating myself every single day. And Instagram, like any social media platform, it's growing. Right? And so you always have to educate yourself in whatever way. But I think that um, another important part besides social media is your own media, right? And that's your blogs. You have a blog. Mm-hmm. That's something that you own. Tomorrow, Instagram and Facebook shuts down. That's not yours. My Instagram isn't mine. It's Instagram's. Facebook, it's Facebook's Twitters, it's Twitters, right? Facebook and Instagram had to shut down the weekend of my birthday. I was on my way to Texas. And I was like, oh my God, why are all these, this is my job. Like I'm going crazy. Why, why did they shut down and messed up the system or whatever? And then a, f- uh, a day later, I don't know what Instagram and Facebook yeah. did, right? And so that can happen tomorrow and you don't want to lose that, right? So you really need to focus on your own media to have a blog, have a website. Right? Because that's something that you own. You own the URL, right? You have to be everywhere. You have to be Googleable, right? Okay, yeah, cool. Find, uh, be on every social media, right? Cool, let, let, let's do that, right? Um, be active on it, be productive. And you can't be productive on something if there is no passion. And it may sound corny to some people because business people hate talking about creative things, not all of them. Right, but A lot of people want to see money and numbers and analytics and graphs and all this stuff. And it's like, no, that's not how social media works. It, it, it really is. That's not how it works. It's like it's like cold calling, but 2022 version. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Well, and I think that this is so cool because these three accounts that you talked about, I mean, you've created and had them over Like your words by Lolo is over eleven thousand. Your Rise Digital Media is over seven thousand. Like that's a those are big feats to get Mm -hmm. accounts. And then your personal one is over fifty-four thousand. So it's like you know what you're doing, but it takes it takes time to grow these accounts too organically, you know? Mm -hmm. Have Facebook ads helped with it? I mean, Facebook and Instagram ads helped you in growing your accounts too?
2: I've ran a few ads on my personal, my Mm -hmm. personal Instagram. And they work, right? But I can't tell you that's what made it successful, right? There's so much to the social media game, right? It's, it's taboo in what way. When people know how to work it, they don't want to tell you because they don't want you to be successful, mm. right? <laughs>
1: don't you just love that?
2: It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of things that people use and there's a lot of different strategies to grow accounts and being verified and all this stuff because you need to invest in your brand. That's one of the things that I highly, highly recommend. Find somebody that knows what they're doing and you need to invest in it, right? That's the key, right? Because if I were to uh, sit here, right, and tell you, oh, this is what I did and this is what I did. And then you go and do it. It might not work for you because we we have different businesses. We have different brands. We have different audiences yeah. and all that stuff, right? So it really does take like, let's say me sitting down with you, me sitting down with you and saying, okay, what's the plan? What what have you guys done? What's worked? What hasn't worked, right? How are we gonna tackle this on? And the followers, the likes, the comments, it takes time. It really takes time. I think it's like the more that you stare at, I don't know, your abs, but you just went to the gym once and like you've it's been two weeks that you went to the gym. You're still staring at your stomach and and you're like, why aren't the abs coming along? It's the same thing with the likes. Like it takes time, you have to water it, right? You have to plant the seed. What's planting the seed? Get get yourself an Instagram account, right? Find what it is that you're gonna do. And so I can't really answer that question fully, right? I'm, I'm just being frank here. It depends on what you're wanting to do, right? And personally, I mean, if you, you are wanting to know more about, you know, what it is that I do, my consultations are free. The first one. I tackle and I was like, okay, this is what you're doing. This is what works. This is what doesn't, right? Um, I'm all about helping. I really am. And I think that that's another part of why I've been this successful this far, right? Um, A year in business and and I was able to quit my nine to five. I'm very confident in knowing that I know branding and to an extent, right? Um, And I have so much to learn. And I think that as I continue to grow, I'll be able to help more and more people, more and more businesses and things like that. But at the core, like start there, right? Start from square square one. I, I know I, I've heard people spend $10,000 on marketing agencies and I look at their accounts. I mean, one client in Florida, it's like, you're paying $10,000 for this? And they're like, yeah. I was like, no, like, first of all, okay, you know what? Maybe continue these services with them, right? I don't do marketing. I know branding and I can help you grow online, right? I can get you on articles. I can get you to, for your name to be googleable, right when they search up your name. That's what you that's what you want. You want to make noise, right? The company that makes the loudest noise is the most successful. So yeah, mic drop. I'm just checking, right? <laughs>
1: That's what we're trying to do by having you here on the podcast, make the loudest noise. And the best thing I got out of that last part there, among all that other stuff, is now I know why it is my abs are still not looking at
2: me. Oh, good. my goodness. That's, because, that's you know, right. I've
1: been popping Oreos <laughs> while I've been looking at TV, and I pull my shirt up every now and again, and I go, what the heck?
2: Nothing's happening here. It's the Oreos. <laughs> Blame it on the Oreos. <laughs> I'm going to high drops. So yeah. <laughs>
1: So I have one last question here. Well, it's not a last question. It's just a question. Okay, right? just a question. So here's a question. So, you know, a lot of times when it comes to social media, mm-hmm. you, you, you have people talk about likes and, you know, views and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. But, of course, that doesn't pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, in your mind, does social media actually work not just about exposing you, but can it really drive revenue?
2: To your can. business. It definitely can. And I think I mentioned this knocking on doors, right? That's how you connect. Um, who's going to want to do business with you just because you ran an ad and then you don't even reply to their comment? There, nobody likes to beg anyone. Nobody's that desperate unless you're Beyonce. Come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like like it, it just doesn't work that way. I have a lot of brand deals that I've rejected because they don't align with what I'm doing. Just a company reach out to me. From LA, and it was on a product that I don't wanna say any, I I just don't wanna name the name, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that's good money. I think it was like $2,000 per post, but it just like, there's no way I'm gonna post about that and And I think you can get an idea of what i what I'm talking about. I'm like, there's just no way. There's been uh, meal prep companies who have reached out to me. and I'm like, "Yes, I go to the gym and I, I like to stay healthy. I think it's it's a part of my daily routine, but it goes against my brand, right? Um, I've been doing a lot of reviews on I don't know, like Banana Republic. I did one just a few a few weeks ago, or I think a month ago now. I love Banana Republic. I just want to talk about their brand, right? Because my goals are are different. Like, I don't, yes, of course, if if a brand comes to me and and it aligns with me, why not? The necklace that I'm wearing, it's a company from Greece. Um, Jewelry, they sent me 50% code if you use Lolo1997. Things like that I'll do. I won't promote them though. But if you definitely want to say, I just want to make a living off Instagram, it is very possible. It is very very possible. But you have to reach out to the brands, right? Like a good thing that I would I would do, I mean, for realtors, both men and women. Find a brand that you love, right? L- like a Minky. Brand. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: love the Minky. Mm-hmm. You know what a Minky is? is? The Minky Couture blanket. blankets, to, of course. I got like 35 of them. I'm not them. even lying.
0: You're not
2: lying. You got 35? <laughs> His your
0: dog <laughs> has one. My dog has one. You showed me a picture and it was like, of <laughs> course your dog has a Minky.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's, I, those blankets are So warm. They Mm -hmm.
0: are. They're they're very
2: warm and comfy. So things like that. I mean, as silly as that sounds, like you can do that. You never know. Right? Right. For women, a lot of realtors, they they wear blazers Mm -hmm. and and men wear watches and sunglasses. Find the brands that are just starting maybe and, and take a picture with them. But yet fit it into whatever it is that you're doing and don't act like they're paying you for it. Like, that's one of the things like, like, just be genuine about it, right? Like, you do a reel, you're showing, I don't know, a a place, a home, a commercial. I I don't know. I don't know about real estate. You guys got to teach me. (laughs) Um, But you go in and you make a video, you take a picture, you tag the brand on your shoes, you tag the brand on your earrings, you know, talk about what it is that you did, right? There's just so much there. There's so much you can do. So yes, you can do that. Brands can pay you. I have a lot of friends who get paid for for that, right? Um, But it just depends on what your 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 brand and and your reputation is. I can't imagine my Instagram and if it had like I'm promoting a toothpaste one day and then I'm talking about jewelry and then I'm talking about meal preps and use my code and use my code, people are gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna use your code. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like it just doesn't make sense. So. That's, that's my answer.
0: Someone wants to contact you for that free consultation or if they're already like, I want her as my brand consultant. <laughs> how did they get a hold of you?
2: Well, I mean, you could just follow me on Instagram at classic underscore Hidalgo, H-I-D-A-L-G-O. Um, my links are all there. You can go to the, uh, RISE and, and our website. You can just fill out the the form that we have and schedule an online uh, Zoom consultation. Or if you're in Salt Lake, you can definitely meet in person. It's always awesome. Or just shoot me a DM. I will respond. I respond to a almost DM. every DM. What is a DM, Scott? Yeah, what is it? Come Some on. Some message. Yeah. Direct, direct.
1: Oh, a direct message.
2: A direct message. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. You're yeah. getting it.
1: Yeah. I'm picking it up. Elizabeth got nominated from Tony, and Elizabeth is gonna nominate who?
2: I'm going to nominate Mr. J. Bradley Simmons. He's very involved in the construction field and things like that. I actually met him when I was getting licensed to get my painter's license. I'm not a painter, but I with myself with my family, we have a painting business, um, Mount Pisgah Painting. I mean, I met him there, did an amazing presentation that he did. And He's actually a a pretty big deal, not only in Utah, but just in different places. So I am nominating Mr. J. Bradley Simmons.
1: Mr. J. Bradley Simmons. We're coming after you because Elizabeth nominated you. And so we know he's going to be here with us. Right, Steph?
2: Right. Definitely. I I think he's going to be great. He's going to be such a great addition to.
1: We're going to call him right now. (laughs)
2: Let's call him. (laughs)
0: Tune into episodes from other nominees. Head on over to nominationspodcast.com.
1: And while you're there, if you're tired of Zoom classes, because I certainly am, come over to the Silver Dollar Academy. I've handpicked the brightest and the most dynamic instructors, so those classes are not going to be a snooze fest. But If you're like me and technology bothers you and you like the old-fashioned way, call Chris, our concierge, at 801-266-0606 in order to learn more about the Silver Dollar Academy.
0: This broadcast is brought to you by Title One. Located in Sandy, we are Utah's leading title company in securing a house for your clients' homes.